Dan, do you know what we never do at the start of these podcasts is um, we just don't take a moment to take in our surroundings. I use a, I use like a, a theme music that uh, is like me and you're on a desert island and we never really ever acknowledge that. But maybe that's just the thing that we never talk I, I about. I thought you were going to say, you never take a minute to acknowledge the room that you spend all your waking life in working from home. But of course, no, sorry, theatre of the mind. Yeah, we're on a desert island. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're on a desert island. Yeah, it's all right here. Yeah, um, <laughs> think about all the dicks. I love, I love that. I think that's it. I think that's enough. That's gold. I don't yeah. even want to acknowledge the island. Dumb. There you go. Hey, but what it is, what it is, it's compact dicks. If you've just mm. joined us and you're thinking, hey, who are these guys? Who's where's the guest? Well, you are the guest, dear listener, because this is where we take submissions from you people. You know, you can send them in. You can email dickspod.com forward slash contact. You don't even need to say forward slash. You can just say slash contact. And uh, submit your... could be a person, a thing, song, food, drink, film, mm. animal. Or it can just be an inanimate object. That's Whatever fine. you like. Yeah, Whatever send you it want, in. man. Oh, a yeah. concept. We've got some great emails this week as well. But before we get into those, Dan, have you got a choice for the island this week from your own personal... Stash. Stash. Yeah, and do you know what, James? I can't believe I haven't brought this up before because as soon as I thought about it, I was like, these people have annoyed me forever and I think oh. other people will feel feel the same. Mm. Okay, My choice for someone who'd be a nightmare to be on the island with is people who rap at you. Oh, this is good. Yeah. You know when there's like someone who's like a poet or a rapper and you haven't asked, you haven't asked <laughs> to hear it, but they just start... Like, and they're like, yeah, 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 let me spit you some lyrics. Let me, I'll spit you a few bars. And you're like, no, no, like, no, don't do that. It's, it's the most horrendously oh, embarrassing yeah, thing. Yeah. Even if they're really good, I, no. it makes me cringe yeah. to my fucking soul. Oh. So um, I've got a good quick story about that. So uh, not that long ago, it was my brother's 30th birthday party and me and a good friend, Jason, were going to sort the music out. So we sorted out the music system and we turned up and my brother and a bunch of his mates are there. So we're setting up the um, equipment and one of my brother's mates comes over and he's like, boys, boys, uh, you got a mic in there? And they were like, no, no, I don't have a mic. He was just like, oh yeah, I wish you had a mic because I could spit some bars. And we were like, uh, me and Jason were like, oh, well, we don't have a mic, so it's fine. So Jason puts music on. It's a bit of like garage or drum bass. And we just see him across the room. He's like, oh, no, inside the arena. Oh. And, like, and like, he's doing it to me and Jason uh, and like looking at us. And all we can do is stare at our feet because I'm like, I do not want to acknowledge yeah. that this is Where happening. Where do you look? You have to just stare at your feet and sort of nod a bit like, yeah, for real. <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> like, and it's awful. Like, I remember being at work and there's someone that, uh, someone that did, did it to me at work and we were in like the downs, like the, in a, like a secluded area at work. We were chatting about whatever and he starts rapping at me. And I just remember thinking, what if someone sees us? Like, they're going to think that yeah. we're like, that I'm going to go next. That this is like, oh, on lunch breaks, so we come down here and rap. Uh, like, this is like please please finish soon please finish soon what if it's someone fucking, sees us yeah like oh so you guys come down here on your lunch break and hang out and rap do you like no we don't i'm not i don't oh so oh, awkward. i love that love that that's really what a good to choice. be clear i like you know i like hip-hop 
You know, yeah. I like the art of rapping. I like all of these things. <laughs> I'm less keen on emceeing when I'm in... I like drum and bass. Mm, if mm. I, I wish... I would like it if they sort of knew their place a little bit more than they do. Yeah. Oh, know. God. I mean, like, it's not about you. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's someone yeah. on the stage and they're trying to hype up the crowd. I get it. You've got a job to do. But I'm like, just, you don't need to talk the entire time. Yeah, can you let the music breathe a little <laughs> bit, please? Yeah. No. I like this. It's a very uh, specific rant, and I love that. That's an excellent choice. Thank you, James. Do you have a, a, a submission for this week? Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a personal choice and it's something that I thought about earlier this week. I was watching TV or the TV was just kind of on in the background. Um, my choice this week is Michael Ball. Oh, nice. So I, there's just something about Michael Ball that just strikes fear into me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I just feel like, right, and I could be wrong here, it's just like, He's just something about him just doesn't seem genuine to me, and so like I saw him on the TV and he's just like being like the nicest guy ever, and I'm sure he is. There's mm. something just gives me the feeling like there's maybe something he's hiding within there. He does seem really nice, but maybe you can sort of imagine him screaming at like a stagehand a little bit. Exactly, like I think he would be nice to start off with and positive, but he could just switch at any minute. Do you know what I mean? I could imagine yeah. him just like being like, uh, yeah, like you said, at some underling, I ordered a macchiato and chucking it in his face. Do you know what I mean? That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I just think there's something really weird about that style of music. It's just like, cause it's not opera, but it's not like, it's not easy to listen. Like, what is it? It's just sort of like very safe. It's like very sort of royal variety show, very sort of middle England, isn't it? It's very like safe music i don't know it's just and also i just find that cringe inducing whenever he like mm. does a performance on tv yeah he would be one to like shut his eyes and really feel the performance that he's doing on the one show do you know what mm. i mean yeah i think you know when you remember stuff from when you were young and you don't know whether it was on all the time or if it just was on a lot one week and you've just remembered it for your entire childhood like i swear like for like about five years of my youth in the 80s, he was always on telly singing Love Changes Everything. Like, <laughs> always. Why? Why? I, I don't know. I just feel like he was always there. I don't know. So, um, yeah, so just for that alone, you can get on the fucking island. Okay, Dan, it's at this point in the podcast. I can't believe we're already there, but this is the point where um, we go to my dad, John Deacon, for his recommendations for previous episodes of the podcast that he's enjoyed and that you should listen to. So let's have a listen to uh, John Deacon. Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Well, some great episodes, Dan, since we last recorded. Um, you've got Ali Bryce, Quan Wen Wang. Ollie Horn and Olaf Falafel. Olaf Falafel, even the name makes me laugh. Check them out on uh, YouTube, they're brilliant. Now, just recently, I've been listening to a uh, comedy series on Radio 4 by Olga Koch called OK Computer. Now, Olga is a computer scientist. She chose one of her favourite uh, members from a band. Also, she chose her dad. And one of the main reasons uh, that she uh, wouldn't like to be stuck with her dad was because basically she'd want to uh, get it on with her, her, her favourite band member. Now, uh, my next recommendation is uh, comedian Jeff Norcott. Now, I've been listening to a podcast by Jeff, which is called What Most People Think. Now, he's had some great guests on there and um, some of them have been on, on our pod. One in particular that I'd like to draw attention to is Ian Dale. 
Ian was on the pod quite a few years ago. If I remember correctly, he actually approached James and asked to be on the pod because he actually liked it. His episodes are brilliant. He, he chose uh, Jamie Oliver, Richard Madley and AC Grayling, who is a, a, like a philosopher. And I've actually heard AC Grayling on the radio and Christ Almighty nearly fell asleep listening to him. What a bore. Jeff Norcott himself, I've seen him in Edinburgh and I've also got tickets to see him in September. So if you've got a chance to catch his show, it's highly recommended. He's, he's great, is Jeff. My recommendations for this week are Olga Cox. Um, episode. Now Olga was on on the 30th of March 2020. Ian Dahl's episode which was on the 9th of June 2018 and Jeff Norcott's episode which is on the 10th of January 2022. So hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. Thank you John there for your wonderful um, guidance and uh, and choice cuts and uh, even including the date and everything so it's really easy to find if you want to so uh, yeah well researched as Um, always John thank you. Trayvon thank you very much dad. Dan have you got a uh, choice from an actual listener who listens to the podcast that sent us a lovely email? I have James because this is what Compact Dicks is all about and this is from Richard and uh, it's a beautiful piece of work here. Richard says, love the podcast. Ever since listening to the first episode, I have known who would be my biggest dick. Adam Woodyat, a.k.a. <laughs> Ian Beale. <clears throat> oh, yeah, nice. I like this. Many years ago as a student, I was working part-time in a well-known pizza restaurant in my hometown. The dick Woodyat was appearing in the town's pantomime and came in with the Z-list cast for pizza. I was their waiter. Part of the uniform included our name badge, so he knew my name. Mm. I started to take the order, writing down on my pad what the dicks wanted. None of them wanted anything straightforward from the menu, but I was keeping up and writing down their specific requirements. It was then that the dick Woodyat pipes up. Hold on, everybody. I think we need to slow down, as I don't think Richard has mastered how to write yet. All said with a stupid smirk on his face to titters from his adoring cast members. I took it like a pro, got their order into the kitchen, and they got their stupid pizzas. I've never forgotten it. Hated him ever since and loved it when Phil Mitchell flushed Ian Beale's head down the loo on his fingers. <laughs> Thank you for letting me get this off my chest. My wife hopes it will stop me going on about how much I hate him all these years later. I doubt it. He will always be a dick in my mind. <laughs> oh, Richard, that's superb. Oh, that Thank is you. really good. I love that. Oh, I like that he saw Ian Beale getting his head flushed down the toilet and felt some kind of redemption. Yeah, definitely. I hate it when people use people's name tags. It's like it feels Mm. if you've ever worn a name tag and they do it, it feels like a real affront. Like I know this is written here, but like you're really stepping into my space by using my name. Yeah, I know what you mean. I used to work at a cinema, and and occasionally someone would be. I remember very specifically occasion where um, I couldn't I couldn't use a fifty pound note that guy brought in. We weren't allowed to use them because there was loads of fraudulent. 50 pound notes at the time i remember the guy using my name loads and like mm. really being like that's legal tender james and me being like oh Ugh. god why are you saying my name yeah although i did work with somewhere once i can't remember where now but there were name tags that we had to wear but no one like they weren't enough printed off for everyone so but you had to wear a name tag <laughs> even if it was just someone else's so it'd be like oh well mike i think you're like the fuck is mike oh i'm mike right okay. <laughs> You know one of those things where you've got to wear a name patch? Like, why? It's, why? it's literally yeah. someone else's name. 
that's anyway. great. But Richard, that was superb, and I hope it goes some way to sort of dissolving your anger in some way and making your life a little bit less, uh, well, a little mm. bit more bearable. It's out there in the world now, Richard, and um, and we appreciate it. Thank you for sharing. Mm. James, do you have one? Oh, I really do. I do, I do. And this comes in from Thomas. And Thomas has emailed to say, love the show, just what I need. Oh, oh thanks. Thomas, and that makes... is just what I need. So thank you, Thomas. Amen. It makes it all worthwhile. So I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast, Thomas. Thomas goes on to say, I believe the worst person to be marooned with or even share a planet with is the unreasonably reasonable person. Okay. There is nothing worse than venting about someone and just wanting to someone to say, yeah, they're a dick. But instead, they say something to try and get you to see it from the irritating party's point of view. Just agree with me. I think, yeah, yeah. definitely. Equally irritating has to be the type of person who can't deal with self-service checkouts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bags up after paying. Those types of people are fundamentally infuriating. And being on an island and not in Tesco's wouldn't help. I agree with this. Like yeah, sometimes, yeah. especially now you've got those massive self-service ones, someone comes through with a trolley, scans every single item and fills the thing without putting it in a bag and then bags it up. That, to mm. me, is insane. I've watched it before and I'm like, do you know what's happening right now? It's madness. My local Tesco Express has this really annoying thing where it never, ever recognises your bags. So you always oh. have to do it afterwards. And I'm always so aware that people will hate me. And I'm like, I hate uh. me. Guys, I hate me too. <laughs> I've tried. It doesn't work. No. Like, and because it's, it's quite a little, not. just, you know, Tesco Express, there's never enough people around there. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's, it's like skeleton stuff and you can't get anyone. And, oh, and I, I hate it's being so, that guy. The self-servicing is an entire... There's a whole podcast episode in that because, like, mm. you put the bags on and then it's like, oh, the, the item's the wrong weight. Yes, because I put a fucking bag on. I need to put my shit in there. And then it's just like, yeah, the person has to come over all the time mm. and, like, put in the code. I've often tried to look over their shoulder to see what the code is so I can just, like, press it and then go one, two, three, four or whatever mm. and do it myself. But, or yeah. just steal the item. Just fucking I mean, take it. It's a lime. Just take the lime. Just take the lime. It's just take a lime. Take the fucking lime. It's the lime. Just Tesco's pocket the lime. It. Leave just it in the trolley. The yeah. Is that bad? Uh, is it advocating stealing? I don't I know, because do I can use the till, but, you know. When those um, self-service checkouts first came out, it was kind of like a new thing, and I don't think anyone had really got it down yet. I had a friend at university, and she always used to go with a bottle of wine and just put it through as potatoes and just, mm. like, weigh the wine, because it would be the same weight as the weighed thing, and then put it down, and it's just yeah. like, it just registered, and that's great. You get a lovely bottle mm. of wine. So, you yeah. know, go and um, go and treat yourselves, guys. <laughs> um, uh, Thomas goes on to say, also, Gordon Ramsay, his shtick is he is better than other people, but he just isn't. He also now dresses like he's having a nuclear-level mid-crisis. <laughs> Sorry, a nuclear-level midlife crisis. He does TikToks and churns out catchphrases like calling people big boy or donuts. <laughs> he does. Uh, and I just think he'd get right on my wig. <laughs> Jay Rayner does a lovely takedown of um, Gordon Ramsay in his episode as well. So, Yeah, I just think, like... He's obviously a talented guy and, you know, his restaurants are still really highly regarded, which is quite weird because you just see him as this, like, reality guy now. But in the culinary world, he's still sort of very highly thought of. But, like, he's just such a dick. Like, he's so rude and, you know, 
I think this is what me and Jay Rayner were saying when he was talking about him. It's like, he'll always go, oh, you know, this is the standard. This is what people, this is what it takes to work in a kitchen. It's like, you're in control of how the industry is. You're like right at the top. Just mm. stop being, stop being so fucking rude to people. And now he's like this sort of like, Jungle man, you know, he goes on like action adventure shows. Yeah. And he's trying to be a bit rugged and tough. Yeah. And just he's like, off, I'm on tour somewhere doing some kind of like. Th- you're like, why? Why are you doing that? Very weird. Uh, he goes on to say, film. He's got uh, like Thomas has gone oh, all in. Yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah so, that's, so. and that's fine to do if you want to email us with the whole list. It's fine. Oh yeah, I welcome it. Yeah, and uh, Thomas goes on to say, film Marley and me. Not because it's bad. It's not brilliant but it, it is made solely to emotionally destroy all dog owners. Mm. I've never seen Marley and Me. I, I imagine it's about a dog that dies. It is about a dog that dies, but yeah. I, there's never going to be a time I'm in the mood to watch that. I don't Absolutely really like not. dogs very much, but I still don't <laughs> want to, like, uh, yeah, I still don't want to watch Marley and Me. Um, okay, he goes on to say song is the Shoop Shoop song, because fuck that song. I don't know what that is. What is the Shoop oh, Shoop song? Oh, is it the Cher one? Shoop, shoop song. If you wanna know if he loves you so, it's in his cue. Oh yeah, that's it. That's where it. Is. There you go. Oh yeah. Oh, he says fuck that song. I I don't have any ill feelings towards that song. Yeah, I I find it pretty vanilla. I mean, pretty plain. Yeah. I don't. I I think mm. after a while it might become quite grating though. But look, you know, it doesn't have yeah. to be what oh, always up to us. It, you know, yeah, absolutely. That would yeah. make your island a hell. It's obviously you know, I don't have a lot to critique Thomas. it with, but. Yeah. Um, you know, fair enough. And he finishes off by saying, animal, flies can get in the bin. I fear wasps, but I've rarely been stung. But flies are infuriating and have the potential to make you ill. He's not wrong. Yes. Oh, I hate them. And I've talked extensively about maggots on this show and how much mm. I hate them. And, you know, where do they fucking come from? <sighs> Bloody flies. Um, thank you very much, Thomas. That was lovely. Loved those. They're good emails. Yeah, thank you, Thomas. And thank you, Richard, for those emails. Yeah, we love those. So keep them coming, people. Go to mm. dickspod.com slash contact and mm. uh, fill your boots. And as we say, like it can be anything, any category from the normal podcast, or you can just go off-piste. Um, yeah. I was thinking recently, uh, novelty mugs. Fucking hate novelty mugs. Oh, that's I great. Like, my mum's house recently, and there's a mug that's been there for like 20 years that just says, uh, it's like a Christmas-themed mug, and it goes, a hot drink always tastes better on Christmas Day. And you're like, <laughs> firstly, <laughs> it doesn't. And secondly, fucking, like, what, this mug is supposed to be used one day a year? Like, oh, wait, get the Christmas mug out. <laughs> oh. From the back of the cupboard. Do you know what? It's so true. <laughs> it is so true. A drink always tastes better on Christmas Day. It doesn't. It doesn't. The only the only useful thing about having a hot drink on Christmas Day is that it slightly postpones you starting to drink booze. Yes, that's true. That's true. But then so there's the always uh, mulled wine at Christmas, Dan. There's always there's, mulled wine oh, at Christmas. Oh, mate, there's so much choice at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Um mm. And also, I should say here that you can get us on Instagram and Twitter at DicksPod if you don't already. I mean, not loads of gold on there, but you can use it as a conduit to send us your messages uh, for this podcast, should you wish. Yeah, absolutely. James, it's been a pleasure. As always. Let's do this again one day. Okay, thank you, Dan, and I love you and goodbye. Bye. Bye.